Welcome to episode one of Photography Book Podcast. I'm your host, Derek, and in this episode, we'll be talking about New Southern Photography, Images of the 21st Century South, published by Ogden Museum of Southern Art, in conjunction with the exhibition at the Ogden that ran from October 6, 2018 to March 10th, 2019. Uh, it was curated by Richard McCabe, and it features images from 25 various photographers, uh, and it's all recent work within the last 10 years. I heard about the New Southern Photography Exhibition uh, by accident, actually, on YouTube, and I got excited and intrigued all at the same time. Uh, for me, living in Virginia, you know, I never realized that collectively there was a thing as Southern Photography. Uh, obviously, I was aware of Southern photographers, but I never really thought of it as a genre. And I certainly never thought of how I fit into this, because I'm just a photographer. I don't think of myself as being a part of something bigger than that, or smaller than that. It's just photography, right? Obviously, I was aware of the tradition of Southern photography. Uh, you know, some well-known works done by Walker Evans, uh, William Christenberry and Sally Mann, you know, they were all well known to me. Uh, and I was excited to find out that there were contemporary photographers still working and creating art that was being exhibited. Uh, so I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, almost immediately, without really even listening to more of the, the panel discussion on YouTube, I went to the Ogden website and I ordered the book. Um, I have a thing for photography books, which is why we're doing this podcast, and I was excited to check out some of these works. Um, also read an article on Lenscratch uh, about the exhibition. I wasn't aware of any of the 25 photographers featured in the exhibition. Uh, some of them are well-known within circles that know of contemporary photographers, and some of them were new up-and-coming. Um, so when the book arrived... Uh, immediately I unwrapped it and started checking it out and I was not disappointed um, the south you know if you if you drew a line you know from Virginia over to West Virginia and down over to Texas um, actually I think we're forgetting some states the the southern region you know really is is the right hand quadrant of the United States. Um, above that, you have the Midwest. To the left is the West. And, of course, you have the Northeast. To say that there's um, any sort of cohesiveness to the themes is pretty broad. Uh, the South is, is very regional. You know, my South here in Virginia is a lot different than the Deep South. And then you have Florida, which is still the South, but parts of Florida are kind of like an island where they're, they're very unique and very Florida-like. And then you have Texas, which people will argue is the Southwest, not the South. And, you know, have that argument with anybody from Houston, I think you'll lose, because Houston is obviously part of the South, you know, culturally and collectively. So there's a pretty good cross-section of photographers, um, and the work in it's pretty amazing. Uh, most interesting 
about it is that, as far as I know, this is the first contemporary photography book that is as diverse. Um, traditionally, most well-known Southern photographers have been white people. And it talks about that in the book, some of the essays. You know, and that's part of the whole New South vibe that they got going on is that the South is evolving. And it's not just, you know, the old stereotypes that people from the South have lived with for so long. And somebody that, you know, travels frequently, I can tell you that there are definitely parts of the South that are still the old South. Um, but there's also, you know, lots of places that are hard to tell if you're in Indiana or in North Carolina, you know, they're just so much the same now, just these long roads with strip malls and chain stores on both sides. So, you know, the South still has an identity, but at the same time, it's, it's evolving and it's becoming like the rest of the country, uh, for better or worse. The South has a long history of storytellers, uh, you know, from the, the verbal history that's passed down, you know, through generations uh, to great writers and great visual storytellers, folk art. Um, you know, these are all traditions that have endured and are part of the culture here. And this book definitely carries that on. Um, some of the images are what you would expect with a book about the South. Um, you know, you get pictures of the rural, um, you know, the farms, the, the, the Spanish moss and the oak trees and the old antebellum houses. Um, but to contrast with that, you know, there's a lot of color photography. There's contemporary photography that could have been taken in New York. Um, so it's not just the same old, same old. Um, interestingly, there is an old itch issue of Aperture, uh, Aperture 115, and that came out in 1989. And it was also titled The New Southern Photography. So this concept of New Southern Photography isn't actually new. Um, Southern Photography continues to evolve and but somehow it manages to maintain that tradition, if that makes sense. All of the images in the book are, are you know, impressive, um, and it's, it's well curated. Um, obviously, you know, it's condensed from the show. Not everything was, was featured, but the selection is, is pretty well put together. Um, there's a few works that really stand out that I would like to talk about. Uh, Susan Worsham, it's titled By the Grace of God. Uh, the title of Susan Worsham's photo series, By the Grace of God, harkens back to the old saying and bumper sticker, American by birth, Southern by the grace of God. At the core of Worsham's work is the Southern storytelling tradition. With her camera, she weaves a personal narrative predicated on sentimental memories of childhood, family, and place. Made primarily in her hometown of Richmond, Virginia, her photographs are calm, meditative studies on the fragility and lushness of Life's and Surroundings. And that was written uh, by uh, Richard McCabe. And her, her work stands out to me uh, just because 
it's hard to describe why. Um, it's just very familiar. And I do live pretty close to Richmond and spend time there. So maybe I'm biased. But uh, there are color photographs, and you know the light is beautiful, the the palette range and the tones, um, it just really stands out. There's a really striking portrait of a, a young marine in what looks like a hotel room, and it's it's just an amazing portrait. Um, he's kind of looking sideways at the camera, and he has kind of a I don't know how to describe the expression. But that is the last photo of the book, and it's just, it's striking. Uh, the contrast of the, you know, the, the drab green uniform against the, the colors in the room. It's a, kind of a bright seafoam green color, uh, and then a white wall, and it's just a, a lovely photo. Uh, there's also a series on hip-hop artists um, out of, which town was that? A uh, small hip-hop town in Roanoke, Virginia. So again, a little bit of blatant localism there. Uh, Jared Soares working in, in Virginia, and you know, that's where I'm from. Uh, but that series is pretty pretty uh, contemporary. Um, you know, and it's nice to see hip-hop celebrated in, in, in mainstream art culture, I guess. Um, is you know it's it's obviously you know a predominant cultural force in the world today. Uh, Hip hop is everywhere, and you know in the South in particular, you know you go to every little town and <laughs> there'll be a recording studio in the middle of a, a rural town. It's it's kind of cool. Um, and then there's a series of portraits by Nancy Newberry, uh, smoke bombs and border crossings, and. It shows, you know, um, people in sombreros and, and major majorette, I think that's the word, like marching band, you know, and they're in these weird poses that don't look posed. They look candid, but they they could be. And the colors and the background and the compositions, you know, and just the people's posturing is just really interesting. Um yeah, uh, it's just fascinating stuff. Uh, and Celestia Morgan, um, out of Birmingham, Alabama, uh, using GPS mapping systems to address the continued effects of poverty and inequality within the African-American neighborhoods due to lending codes predicated on race. Uh, you know, the juxtaposition of uh, the the grid line, or well, I guess grid's probably not the right way to say it, but the outline of the map against a blue sky, and then it shows the houses that are in that zone. Um, so again, just powerful work that makes a statement, um, you know. And I think that that's kind of a common theme with a lot of the images in this book is, you know, some of it's very subtle and some of it's subtle as a sledgehammer, um, but it, it addresses the things that, you know, people in the South deal with every day. Um, and that is in the best tradition of that Southern storytelling uh, tradition. Sorry, it's redundant. That's a lot of tradition. 
um, Andrew Moore's pictures of the uh, the New Orleans Six Flags that's been abandoned. Uh, those are great. Yeah. And like I said, I could pretty much say something great about every photo in the book. And I could summarize the essays, but, you know, I wouldn't be doing them justice. Um, so I highly recommend going and, and getting yourself a copy. Um, with a lot of these books, you know, they, they publish a limited amount and they never get republished. Um, so, you know, some of them go on to become highly collectible and hopefully eventually get reprinted so that we can see them. And some of them just become, you know, collectible books that sit on shelves and are really hard to get your hands on. So I recommend you go out and get one while they're available. And that is it for this segment. Um, I'm going to be moving on here, and I want to talk a little bit more about that Aperture magazine and do some comparing and contrasting between what was New Southern Photography today and New Southern Photography 30 years ago. So in the summer of 1989, Aperture published uh, issue 115, and it was New Southern Photography Between Myth and Reality. And it explores a lot of those concepts that uh, they went on to further explore, I guess is the best way to put it, um, in the images of the 21st century, New Southern Photography by Ogden. Um, you know, there's obviously a lot of the same photographers talked about in the essays, in those works, and... It's almost as if, you know, that story continues to evolve and become more inclusive. The, the Aperture uh, issue has a beautiful images, um, and they're, they're powerful, and they evoke those emotions. And <clears throat> they, you know, a lot of these photographers have gone on to become, you know, iconic photographers of the South. If you're familiar with uh, John McWilliams, um, you know, he's uh, somebody from up north that relocated, I believe, to South Carolina and did a lot of work here. Um, Debbie Fleming Caffrey, who did amazing work. Um, I know a few of her images are, you know, iconic images. Uh, and then Baldwin Lee who you may or may not be familiar with. So, you know, Aperture Magazine, especially looking back at some of the older issues of Aperture, um, you know, it's interesting to see that a lot of the topics are still relevant. But, you know, the, this topic of a new Southern photography, it's, it's not a new concept. It's been around for a while. And I think that it's going to continue to um, evolve uh, I really want to kind of circle back and say that, you know, I'm, I'm, it makes me uh, I have, I don't know the right way to put this, you know, I'm glad that, that photography continues to evolve and it becomes more inclusive and less of a good old boys club and that there's still museums out there that take contemporary photography seriously and put in the work to do an exhibition like that and to tackle something that's really kind of a hard subject to tackle 
Um, you know, it's it's not lighthearted. It's not, you know, pictures of babies and flowers and, you know, things that are nice. Um, you know, it's it's a look at reality. And I think it's great that, you know, that tradition continues. And, you know, I'm proud to be a part of that tradition. Um, you know, my work is definitely in the last 12 years, you know, when I've been here and not traveling, you know, it is Southern photography. It's going out and taking pictures of the things that I see every day. And, you know, being part of that has, you know, it's, it's unavoidable that I've become part of that tradition, you know, and me being able to tell my story and share that with, you know, whether it was on Flickr or Instagram, you know, and I mean, it'd be great to be included in an exhibition, but, you know, that's, it's kind of like getting drafted into the NBA. So don't see that happening for me anytime soon. Uh, but yeah. So anyway, you know, there you go. Uh, I'm going to just accept this episode as it is. It's episode number one. If you've listened this far, I appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, hopefully the next episode will be something a little bit easier for me to talk about. Because I'll tell you, this one was a lot harder. Um, especially since I'm guessing most of you out there listening have probably not seen this work yet. Uh, so if you do go out and you get it, uh, send me a DM or use Anchor to hit me back with uh, audio and I'll replay it on the next episode. All right, thank you for listening. <laughs>